we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures he restored my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. Now, as, as I was preparing um, for this Sunday, I said with strength, I said, listen, I ain't dealing with the resurrection, and it was my little private rebellion. I had one rebellion, because I'm saying... I ain't preaching no seasons because I ain't going to be no seasonal preacher. I'm not going to allow the calendar, Antonio, to dictate how I preach. So I was, I was adamant with that. I spoke with Pastor Rocchino yesterday. I said, you preaching resurrection? He said, no, sir. I said, me neither. Because I am on a powerful teaching series and I will not be moved. I will not be distracted. Because I need this church to understand the power of relationship and the need to, to have the right people around you because we have been called to arise and shine. And then the Lord says something to me, beloved, that shook me. Um, this was, I tell you, I, I, I was up late, this, late last night, early this morning, uh, because things shifted on me. He says, so, he says, so you want people to arise that are empty. You want people to arise that are shallow. He says, you cannot arise and shine if you have no depth in you. I know you're excited about this arising and shining and this whole assignment that you've been given to prepare this people to go ahead and advance the gospel and to take territory for the kingdom of God. He says, but the problem is in the last arising that took place, the people were shallow. Mm. And when they got up, they were put to shame because they had no depth on the inside of them. And for the level of warfare that is coming to us, he says, if you don't prepare the people and ensure that they are people of depth, I'm, I'm going to hold you accountable. Bottom line is, once when you see a, a ministry that is producing shallow people, we got to go ahead and look at leadership. That's not a statement of judgment on nobody. That's to Denzel and everybody. That if, there is no sh if there's no depth within the people, then something is going wrong here. Because the Bible says, Paul says, I travail that Christ be formed in you. Uh, he says that the fivefold ministry is to equip and mature the saints. So if we can call ourselves an apostolic house and a five-fold ministry house, that means we should be producing mature people. People that can support what it is that they believe. 
So, beloved, as, as we try in Vera to arise and shine in this era, we are in an age where we have performers, young performers, that putting out tennis, that are being dedicated to Satan. And on the side of the tennis is written Luke 10 and 18, that I saw Satan descend from heaven like lightning. Mm. In this hour when the enemy is taking our equipment, our machinery and using it against us, and we have no defense because we don't know the word, we don't know how to rightly divide the word of truth. He says, and you're talking about a rise? They can't arise if they don't know what the word says. And don't understand the truth of the word. So, beloved, while it is important for us to know him in the fellowship of his sufferings, we got to know him in the power of his resurrection. So he says, son, pause and ensure that the house that you pastor in can give a defense. <laughs> can give a defense as to why we believe what we believe. Central to the Christian faith is the cross. But the power of the cross is the fact that he ain't there. central to our faith is the cross and we like to celebrate the cross but beloved if there is no resurrection that cross is two pieces of wood because you notice two other people die on the cross that same day think about the two others that same day so it ain't just about the cross Come on here. Got to be more than just this two pieces of stick. Got to be something deeper than this that we got to understand. And so, watch this now. I got to move fast. Uh, the Bible then says, uh, 1 Corinthians, I want you to see this. Watch this. 1 Corinthians 15, 13 and 14. Look at what it says. 1 Corinthians 15, 13 and 14. Go 13 and 14 for me, please. He says this. Let me put it right here. He says, but if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen. Read verse 14. Everybody, read. And if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching in vain, and your faith is also in vain. Let that thing soak. Read it again. Ready? Read. If he didn't get up, we're wasting time this morning. All that Merry Christmas, all that power and favor, he says that is empty. Your faith is dangling. What separates faith from hope is that faith has substance attached. Hope is empty. God, that'll preach all by itself. But faith has to have substance. And he says this, if there is no resurrection, then the substance attached to our faith is gone. Come on. And we demote Jesus 
like all of the other faiths around the world, to just be a wonderful prophet, a great teacher, but not savior. So we begin our journey this morning. Glory to God, I feel him. In verse, verse number 11 of Romans 8, that's where we begin. Uh, he says, he says, in this text, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. The greatest power that existed in the earth was death. The greatest power. This the one dude up to Jesus that was undefeated. The truth of the matter is, if all of us become free from death, we will live a free life. If death was removed from the table, man, we would have ourselves a blast. Talk to me, man. If death was not an option, you would, don't, don't play, you would be living your best life. You would have bungee jumped. You would have gone parasailing. If death was not an option, some of you would have done some other things. Because if death, see, if death ain't an option, then hell ain't an option. Oh, come on, let's talk now. Because think about it, if death, because you got to dare to go to hell. And if dead is off the table, could you imagine? No, don't imagine what you would have been doing. Don't do that. Because a lot of y'all wouldn't have been in church this morning if that was not on, on, on this wonderful holiday weekend in church. No, sir. You've been living your best life. Jesus came and conquered death, but he used the same tool to conquer death that lives in us. He didn't bring another element into the earth to conquer death. What he did was he used that same thing that sat on David. Same thing that sat on Moses. Same thing that operated in the rod of Moses. The same thing that empowered Gideon. Those. The same thing It was already functioning in the earth. The same thing that descended upon him like a dove. Glory be to God. The same thing that empowered the disciples in Matthew chapter 10 when they went out and they cast out devils and they were kind of healing. He used that same thing. He says, let me show you what this could do. So the same power the same Holy Ghost that was resident in Jesus, Jesus used that same, he didn't bring a new one. 
Someone please say there's only one Holy Ghost. Say it again, there's only one Holy Ghost. You gotta get, you know that sounds so simple. Say it again. There's only one Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost don't expire, neither does it evolve. Only one. If the power, the Spirit dwells in you, and as it dwelt in Jesus, that same power, he says, same power, he says, is going to quicken your mortal bodies. Now, this is important for us to understand. I feel like shouting, but I ain't there yet. He says, he says, uh, it's going to quicken your mortal bodies. Now, I know you've been growing up in this wonderful country and you heard about the resurrection, but many of us still don't get, this thing don't penetrate, Lionel, that the resurrected body was a human body. We see it as this glorious body that is now so spiritual. No, the human body resurrected. Flesh, blood, bones. It is that body that resurrected, that came back to life. Confirmed when Thomas put his hands in the holes in the side confirm he says to Thomas I know you think I'm a ghost I know you think this is spirit but I need you to understand this resurrection if it's only spirit it ain't no good for you so this resurrection was not just only spiritual but it was physical it was the, 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 the coming to life of a physical body. This is critical because for many people, church only exists to put us in a spiritual dimension that we leave when church is over. The spiritual you makes no sense if it doesn't impact the natural you. And I've grown up in a time and around a people that were spiritually powerful but were naturally broke. Spiritually powerful but naturally impotent. In the natural, they were sick. In the natural, at least they were poor. In the natural, they were depressed. But spiritually, the same people that were broken, depressed, and poor, if you show them a demon, if they smell a demon somewhere in the room, them seeing people will jump up out of their seat and they will put a chokehold on that demon and cast him out of the room. But the same people had to catch a ride home from church. The same people, reader, would actually drop them on the corner because they don't want you to see where they live. Y'all ain't grow up in that same kind of church, just a kind of church they grew up in. And, and you're wondering, how is it that you have all this power? See, because they knew that the Spirit of God would quicken their spiritual body. And so what the Holy Ghost did was that it gave them a jerk. And we call it a quickening. 
it, it, it gave us a, a peace and a calm. And that was the, yeah, 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 quickening. That, and, and that's what we reduced quickening to. We, re, we reduced quickening to something on the inside. To a wheel in the middle of the wheel, and yes, it is. To a stirring that you feel down in your belly, yes, it is. But he says, it's not just in your belly. It is not just in your spirit, man. He says, it will quicken your what? Mortal. Your mortal bodies. In other words, this affects your natural life. He says, the power that raised up Jesus from the dead is that that gives you power in your natural life. You are naturally powerful. Can I get you to make that declaration? I am naturally powerful. I am naturally powerful. My, my son um, scaring me now. I, I just don't know how to answer him no more. When everybody left the car and me and him was in the Jeep this morning and outside there in the yard, he says, he says, Daddy, you, you got a good word this morning? I, I say, yeah, I, say, I think we can be all right this morning. I, think we, I say, I think we got a good one. He says, Daddy, you're going to be strong or you're going to be powerful. My goodness. What kind of word you come up with this morning? You, because sometimes you come with strong word, and other times you come with powerful word. I said, Danny, I shouldn't fall too this morning. I, I said, I tried to knock him both at the park this morning. I want to be strong and powerful, and I wasn't crazy enough to ask him the difference between the two because I didn't want to get embarrassed. So you know, when you when you sit in the class and you you had to go with the flow. You don't want to look like you you know. You don't want to show everybody that you ain't know, so you just sit there and go. He says, he says, well, Daddy, go ahead and be strong oh and powerful. Glory to God. Strength is the ability to bear. Power is the ability to make happen. Glory to God. Many of us have only been at the place of strength. Uh, we've been at the place of strength where we can bear it but glory be to God I'm here this morning to release power in the room and power is more than the ability to bear but power is the ability to make happen hallelujah I used to be in the gym and I would watch, I would watch guys in the gym, beloved, uh, uh, and they would, they would take, um, Antonio, they would take uh, like 225 or even three plates, 315, and they would rep it. Some, some guys, I watched one guy in the gym, he repped 315 15 times. I said, no, this boy's strong. This is back in the day. And, and so I went under 315 and I got it six times. This dude looked like a champion because I get it six times and he get it 15 times. After 315, I went to 405. And I got that three times. He stayed at 315. 
15 times. And then I got to 470. And I left that. And I'm looking at him saying, boy, you're strong. And he came to me and said, boy, you powerful. never good at them bunch of reps, Kai. I couldn't do plenty reps. But I had power. Yeah, yeah I, I, I could take it off. Get it up off of me. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I had a whole, whole I, 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 I was powerful. Yeah. That, that had the ability to explode it off of me. Glory be to God. But I'm telling you where we're going now. Glory to God. See, see, the challenge is, is that when I was powerful, my body wasn't looking right. <laughs> and so now I had to come back around again older now. And so now I ain't lifting now to be as powerful. I'm still powerful, but now I'm trying to build strength because when you have strength, you look different. Glory to God. So I want the walk and the talk. I don't want to look at and can't present what I look. Glory to God. And, and so, so this, this power, how we doing? Y'all all right so far? I'm, I'm, I'm about to finish my introduction now. I'm almost, I'm almost ready to preach now. And so this same power that, that raised up Jesus from the dead, it's going to quicken. Say quicken. Quicken. It's going to quicken your mortal, your physical, your natural bodies. Now, I got, I got, Three prophetic words to release to you, and then I go preach. Of the three prophetic words, one has two subwords, the other has two subwords, and the other has six subwords. And when I'm done with that, then I'm going to go into the text and preach the resurrection. Let me define the word quicken. Say quicken. This prophetic word number one, prophetic word number one. He says the word quicken, the first definition of the word quicken means to restore. Someone shout restore. restore. Mm -hmm. One more time, shout restore. restore. Yeah, the power that resurrected Jesus is going to number one, restore you. Now, the two sub-words is this. I'm speaking prophetically. Those who catch it, catch it. Those who miss it, I'm sorry. And the first thing he says, he says, the first thing I'm going to restore to you, and he was very specific. That's why I'm telling you, this prophetic. I was going to do this at the end. He said, do it at the beginning because you can't afford to leave this out. They need to leave with this word to go through the rest of this year. He says, number one, tell them I'm about to restore opportunities. Everybody can't shout on that, but I want to talk to about seven of y'all that missed some moments. That there were some things that came on the table, and you slumped, you procrastinated, and you missed that deal. You should have bought that car, should have bought that house, should have taken that job, and you missed it. God says, because Christ has risen from the dead, I'm bringing it back around one more time, and you're going to have another shout. You have another chance. I need two of y'all to get up and turn around twice and go ahead and receive that restoration. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He says, tell them, I, I know you thought you missed it. But God says, I'm going to give you another shot at it. Glory to God. I, 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 I know you thought, you thought you got there too late. 
but the same power that raised no salabahai too early too early too early i got plenty more he says he says tell him every missed opportunity it's gonna come back around oh god there are a handful more y'all that didn't get up the first go round, but I'm as you start to remember some things that you could have had that you squandered where you could have been but you missed it when you move at the wrong time and I've had you stay there a little while longer where you at I need them people to open up your mouth Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the CH Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 6015125 We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.